<laughs> how did he receive? You are a little man. It's, that wasn't a backhand. It's just yes, a, it was. A little bit of a How question. did he receive being cramped in the backhand, man? I wasn't overly happy. Right. Uh, and Snorkel couldn't figure out how to put the seat forward at the front. Well, you, uh, told him, you were telling him the wrong buttons to use. And it's your car. Well, yeah, one, one thing but you know about Snorkel is he's not going to press any buttons. So he's <laughs> yeah, 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 fine there. But wouldn't you have thought Snorkel would know the status arrangements that he should have got out of the front so. seat? I would have thought to let so. Chief get in the front seat. So does Chief give a bit of feedback to you on your driving? Not just any feedback to anybody. My driving, the people out the window, the people no, walking across no. the road. Just <laughs> feedback everywhere. Politicians. You, 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 I have made. Him, no, hang on. And the feedback is 360. One day, if you hit record on your phone and put it to air, it would be the greatest six minutes people had ever heard on FM radio. Let me tell you about Nathan's driving. <laughs> oh, here we go. And, and this is a fact. Yep. For Nathan, blinkers are optional. <laughs> and most of the time doesn't bother with them. Right. And I'm talking about when it's peak hour traffic and he decides to change lanes. He figures, oh, they'll see me nosing in, so they'll stop. <laughs> Why give them an indication? Why would I possibly want to alert anyone to the fact that I might be changing direction when I can just push in? Do Don't you, expect everyone to be okay. Do you it? find though, Nathan, it's like driving with your grandpa with Chief because he's like, oh, you got to, you got to turn left up here in four and a half kilometres. You're in the wrong lane. <laughs> it's overbearing. Oh, is it ever? <laughs> Chief That's, gives you a bit of instruction, oh, does he? On, he's, uh, he's a nervous really? passenger. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> Nathan? But when you know the He's conditions the in my area, I try to give him a pointer as to what the best lanes are because of the traffic. Sounds like, but sounds hey, like reasonable advice to they know better. They can drive without <laughs> blinkers. So now I just sit there and I'm amused if we get here in one piece. He it's tells you about changing lanes eight minutes before the decision needs to be made. This it's, reminds it's me of like a with your grandpa. Mick, Mick Malloy hasn't uh, driven for about 25 years. I don't think there's any um, news in that. But his brother, Rue, used to drive him alone. And Malloy, Mick would reach over and go the horn... <laughs> Across the and and Rue blown up and said, "Don't touch the horn again. That's just totally inappropriate." If I'm driving, you're a, you know the passenger. He went and bought his own horn, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> bought his own horn as a backseat uh, driver. So Chief's got a little bit of that about him. Yeah, he's he? got a lot about it. I'm about just it. concerned. It's it, it's obviously a, it's a very busy time of the year at this time of year, and there's a lot of functions on. It was legendary the year after Luke Hod retired, Damo, that he did enough functions. The, the figure was floating around that he'd made a hundred thousand. <laughs> Over the week, leading in the Hodgie. grand final. That, that was uh, uh, a football rumour. Well, I think I think Juddy doubled that one year. Yeah. Juddy yeah. took a lot out of it. And, and Brian Taylor's got everyone covered. Yeah, no he, what uh, well, he's the star. So they're, they're, what I'm saying I just is hope you're paying tax. There's a lot of functions, stars. There's breakfasts, there's lunches and dinners. And like any finals performance, some, when they get asked to do these, they step up, John O'Brien style in a grand final, and others wither under the heat of the public glare. And I'm informed that Nathan went to a function today where we got more wither than stand-up. I did go to a function today, and I, I walked in, and yeah. I thought the function hadn't started. There was, that, there was that much chatter in the room. It was like uh, knives and forks clinking everywhere, and I thought I thought I was late. And I thought, oh, I'm not late. I'll go and find myself. Actually, his demo, he's actually, he's actually talking up the front, and I couldn't hear him from the back of the room. That's oh, no. how much chatter there was when Dave... Damo was talking, and the amount of times that Damo said, uh, "Just, just a little bit of quiet, just, uh, just for a moment. We, we, we need to get to a couple of important points." And but everybody just kept talking, kept clinking their glasses, and uh, no one was listening to you, Damo. No, I, I can't refute that first opening five, eight, ten minutes, Brownie. It was did need a little reset, and, and thankfully you helped me out after it with uh, with your performance. What was interesting though, uh, and he changed tack from the normal MC, so he's obviously been watching our man Brian Taylor do some work because. All of a sudden, he stepped yes. down off. 
the lectern, off the stage, started and he started doing a bit, a bit of roaming oh, Barrett. No. Oh, no. So he went over <laughs> and he interviewed uh, three different people in the it, crowd, roaming it's Barrett. It's what the style. event organiser had asked me to mm, do. No, I, I, yeah. I'm told quite um, methodically that you methodically requested yeah. that. We, oh, we've yeah, got, yeah. we've actually got a bit of audio that I, I thought we'd have to play, but our producer hasn't got it. But I'm prepared to play a little video from there straight into a microphone. I reckon that I, makes hopefully sense. you can hear it. Should we give it a go? Yeah. Will it go on our website? This... Uh, <laughs> I don't know where the video came from, but this is audio of Damo trying to command what can only be described as a very disinterested audience. Drive safely and be the reason everyone gets home safely. Good message. Nobody listening People, there are at all. Many prizes for you to win today, but just keep your attention just for a moment. No, <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> you know, the interesting thing about that is people weren't you know, paying attention. The one thing you would expect, Duke, if you're hosting a function, is that those close to you might actually help you and pay attention and, and, and get those around them to pay attention. Certainly the first handful of tables, you'd like to get their uh, yeah. their attention. That apparently well, well, wasn't the case. I, I, I get what you're doing, and I, I concede I was six, seven, maybe eight goals down a quarter time. So, <laughs> but he's so, openly yeah. potting you. No, 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 but he's got reason to. What I did get told after the event, Chief, and this day did come from the guy who was running the speakers. He hadn't turned the speakers on out the back. Oh, oh that's the old good, good tradesman, does it, baby? Still, it was a speaker don't issue. Don't blame the AV guys, <laughs> so, No, I'm not. I said I was eight goals down. Mate, that, that's like Brownie. In, that's like in TV. Joe, Joe the cameraman. Having a go, having a go at the makeup artist. And that's just, you never do that. I might have been nine goals there. You know, what, I, what you know I want to back you up, don't Yeah. You? But if people up the back can't hear, yeah. they make it known very quickly. They do. They go, hey, we can't no, they hear did. up here. They did, yeah. So, but we, we so. fixed it up. Brownie was good. Brownie saved me, actually. He was funny. Was he? He was actually very funny. He had a good day. Yeah. But what, what happens, Das, is there's so many functions that function organisers need to get on in... July, August, start booking Correct. their MCs, but apparently at uh, this function, they left it late. <laughs> That's not you, actually, but I... Yeah. What, what type of day... Uh, this is your area. What type of... Con- remuneration. Remuneration, compensation was Damo taking for this today? Remuneration for Damo uh, as, the, as the host. Yep. I would have thought uh, $2,000 today. Right. Am I anywhere... He's laughing at... Mark? <laughs> A little bit more. He got double that. <laughs> no comment. No. Oh, okay. Which, which one of your two managers or, or three managers <laughs> organised that uh, day? Well, was there one that no, that's their specific no, portfolio? This, this might have been sourced outside that, Dars. Really? He's probably going to be listening to this now and he'll probably want his cut, won't he? So <laughs> Chris Giannopoulos didn't organise it for you? No. No, he didn't. Oh. Uh, the, also, that's the awkward. bigger function that you were involved with. Anything. Well done to you and the entire team at the Australian Football Media Awards organisation to put on a magnificent awards night. Were you there, Howie? Which I, I was the chair. I wasn't invited. In all honesty, Howie, nothing just take me out. It was actually a really good night. An, an, an unusually, I shouldn't say unusually, two years of no event for yes. COVID for obvious reasons. Um, look, well done to entire media organisations who attended. Brownie came and even he, I think, felt it was, How it was, was a good it, night. Yeah. And our man organised it and he must be commended. I um, mean, we take the mickey out of everyone in here. But mm. the, the night was brilliant. It ran smoothly. It was quick. And Damo was the man who put it all together along with Sophie Maguire, who's uh, Matty Maguire's yeah. wife and Luke Ball's sister. So she did a great job she as did. well. Nathan, did I uh, – someone, I'm sure someone told me that you won an award on the night. 
Uh, we won an award, uh, Chief, for uh, Triple you? M, the Friday Huddle. For what? Uh, for it was the most the, uh, the diversity, and diversity inclusion. and inclusivity award uh, when we had Danny Laidley on uh, mid-year. You missed that show. Oh, I wasn't there. So okay, so you guys won an award. Well done. Well, be fair to say, Danielle won the award because of the way she beautifully spoke, and Nathan was lucky enough to go up and, and accept it. Yes. How did your speech go? Uh, it was very quick. Did you go for any Howard? crispy ones? I didn't go for any days. crispy ones. Oh. Uh, straight to the point. I thanked. Us and Triple M, and I said, obviously, the night was about Danny. We all learnt a lot, and she's presented a short video, and that went, and then I went down to my seat. Didn't, wasn't about me, Joe. Didn't get a chance to thank God. Um, that's uh, normally a good time to do it in an award ceremony from what I've seen. I thought about right. it. I thought about it. I presented an award to Sam Landsberger, and I thought about saying a little crispy off the top oh, that did you? his dad uh, oh, yeah. sa- saved my hair many years ago by putting me onto finasteride. Dr. Jake. <laughs> yeah. He Dr. got the water exemption, did he? got the water exemption, yeah. wrote to water. Dash, you're, you're always a big um, advocate of groups awarding themselves awards. Oh, I think it's fantastic, Howie. I think uh, not enough. I think we could maybe do a half-year version of that too, Howie, like a, a mid-year just to get our eye in what as I, an industry. I, I think uh, that would be good, and then maybe we'd do another one at the end of the year. But I'm so, I haven't been for a while. I haven't been invited. It's been but, 20 years, hasn't it? It's been a while. But uh, it sounds <laughs> she like... she got offered something under the table. Well, it was a long time ago. Times have changed. Uh, under under uh, Damo's uh, stewardship, stewardship. Mm-hmm. so maybe it's time to come back, though. Well, if you do share that view, Dust, you should tell the people who represent you at the organisations you work for to stop not, submitting you I'm for not, awards. Oh. No, I didn't suggest that. Well, you no, are, you I get was, regular entries. I was going for double uh, Damo, not less. What, what so, was he nominated for? Yeah, well, I don't know, but I know in the past, the, uh, actually I don't know if he was this year, but in the past 100% has been regularly multiple times right. per year nominated for his... You know what was work. a good speech, what? though? Uh, Mark Robinson was honoured with uh, Hall of Fame. Congratulations. So he became the Hall of well Fame. And he got up and he spoke very well. He spoke from the heart about where he came from. And he's thanked... Oh, I counted about 38 people at the Herald Sun that he'd worked with, <laughs> yeah. and he thanked everyone except one person from the Herald Sun. He left out the 39. The chairman of the did awards, not. not mention Damo at all. Snub. You say it was a snub. It was a snub. <laughs> a, well, deliberate, a deliberate in, snub. In a really good speech, and he left out Damo, which for me made the speech even better. Damo, I have been to those nights before because it's a fairly competitive environment, the media, yep. for those who don't understand. And we sit here tonight, and we've got all of, as we look down the line, there's yep. all of the other the stations and so I've seen more open heckling at those nights yeah. than ever before when someone gets an award and a table feels that maybe that wasn't warranted have yeah. you been able to get on top of that because that yeah. can get a bit unsavory no it was it was um I say unusually because to your point that often is the case it was a weird loving I don't know what happened it was I think a good it might have just been it was a good feel oh, yeah and and to your point Brownie Mark Robinson and I spoke oh the, breaking I, bread spoke we have spoken in the past, but we spoke. I, I heard he called out to you, and you and I. I know we we mutually spoke at the same the, time. Yeah, was there a yeah, hug? A good. It wasn't a hug. It was a shake of the hands. Okay, a hearty handshake. Good. good. It was a genuine. Yeah. Would you say he's crossed off the list now? Of, uh, of... Oh, he wasn't on my list. I may have been on his list. How long he did you talk for, Damon? Oh, five, ten minutes. This is the biggest oh, yeah. story you've broken all year. The fact you and Robbo are back tight, which fills me with joy. No, no, we spoke. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're delineating. What, what at sort of? Point. Who what did most of the talking? Uh, I think it was re- reasonably even, actually. Right. If did anyone apologise for anything? No, no. What did you talk about to him, Damo? I just said, well done. Well, that's not a five-minute conversation or no, a ten-minute conversation. but it went on beyond that, Chief. Uh, how many so times what did you, you talk well about, done? Damo? 
We've got to go to an ad break, Brownie. No, no we don't. No, we don't. We, I we think we've on. gone way beyond No, that. we've, we've just thrown the run down out the window. <laughs> we're, we're all intrigued. <laughs> You're good to go. It feels a bit disingenuous, Damo, your thoughts at the moment. What, 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 what's disingenuous about me speaking to someone? Well, you, the fact you don't want to expand on it suggests that you're not that comfortable about it. I didn't want to get to an ad break. We spoke about it. To about point, what? The speech was a, a highlight of the evening. A highlight of the evening, which I did relay. Okay, that's, mm. about, that's about 14 <laughs> seconds worth. No, but <laughs> Chief, unlike you, we do, people can then respond to that and then you then say like, something yeah, else. Yeah, and you well, say remember, remember, I know the other bloke yeah. too. Uh, not the two warmest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> so just trying to work out how a 10-minute conversation might go between Well, the maybe two, it yeah? was five or six. Ooh, no, you told me 10. I said five or ten. <laughs> <laughs> Download the Listener app now to stream every game on Triple M Footy. Can you believe it? Just download the Listener app and select Triple M. Gogo Mobile, this is the Triple M Friday Huddle Chiefs quiz. Eddie Betts to join us, Grant Birchill, and Tim Notting is our cult hero, the Brisbane Lions man. So much to get through. It is time for... He's a self-proclaimed footy superstar. I reckon I was probably the most influential player in the AFL. He fears nothing and no one. This is all off-air stuff that you're not allowed to talk about on air, but I've gone with it anyway. Yeah. And he sees the world a little differently. Just watching uh, a Komodo dragon eat a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> this is Nathan Brown's Top 5. What do you got, Noodles? All right, well, I thought it's the end of the season. So last Friday night, we're going to be together. Yeah, so yep. I thought Sad leading team-style 360-degree really? feedback, so a positive and a negative, just something you need to work on. For next season. But 360s so, when we ever go back at you too. No, no, it's just me having a go here. Sounds uh, more like there's 180. A, there's a positive, yeah. <laughs> it's a positive here for everybody. And or a 45. Chief, I'm going to start with you. But the positive for you, Chief, is our ratings this year at Triple M. Since you've come over from uh, taken over from Juddy, I think the show has just gone world class. Your humour's been outstanding. Beat the Chief was good. Mm. I don't think we could have had a better person come in to this car. Uh, Box, so this radio box. A chief bump is there. I think there's a the big bump when it spike. comes to the chief. I yeah, think there's really. a spike when chief spike. came in. Now the negative, please. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the you negative. Know He's more unnerved by the positive. <laughs> well, yeah, he was. You were a 90s icon, chief. And I, I feel like that sometimes <laughs> you're still living in the late 80s, early 90s, and uh, you, you need to have a look at your wardrobe. You're still wearing Jerry Seinfeld type stuff, white sneakers with jeans and sporting tops. Uh, are, they so, the, hey, are they the same, Iraq? that you wrapped up last week when you saw them? Yeah, it is, but I don't wear them with jeans, Chief. So just a little bit of feedback, particularly, you know, with your social life. You probably need to... There's a bit of Jerry Seinfeld about the Chief, isn't there? What All form of his bit. social life? I just like his social She's life. She's your gutless. Yeah. You are so We're not like, well, I, I got told not to go yeah. there again, so I'm, I'm not going. Hold on, who's next? Told who's next, what, where to go, not go? Uh, not to go where his social life. Right. Look. Damo, positive. You oh. broke the story that everybody wanted to break this year. Clarko to North oh, Melbourne, yeah, well and you'd yeah. been working yeah. on that. that yeah. The last story you broke before that was 2012 when the bombers <laughs> were. But that was everybody wanted that story this year. And as we've spoken about, everybody polled in. And, it was good happy stories, and, and, and they followed you in. So then Mitch Cleary went, and they all went after that. Johnny Ralph. But Damo set the agenda on that day. But I, I worry about you, Damo. I Do worry you? about the amount of enemies you have. And I think you need to go to self defence classes. <laughs> 
just for your own well-being. As we know that when there's a, a noise in the house, you make Janine get up. <laughs> and self-defence classes, the amount of people that want to punch the living daylights out of you. No, it's a dwindling I, no, number no, these days, no, Brownie. No, you know, no, you know no, it is. No, no, it's not. I've patched up every one by one, I reckon. And Das, uh, I think no breakfast radio has you sharper than ever. <laughs> I feel yeah, that. I think I everything yeah, this year has yeah. been class. It's yeah, turned to gold. Your calling has been outstanding. Yep, you've been a know. better. You've been a better bloke. You've been yep. you've more, more time for everybody. Coming off a pretty high bar too. So yeah. that's a, no, I mean, when that. you're tired and you, you get grumpy sometimes, yeah. but this year I feel like <laughs> I've got the best version of Luke Dark. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that, Bernie. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. So the thing you need to work on. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the joy. Here we, we go. We get a lot of guests in the box, Duke. Oh, and I just feel like you need to work on your positioning in photos. <laughs> you, 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 you get a little bit handsy. Touchy feeling. I've seen a few photos this year. You posted one on your own Instagram a couple of weeks ago. You get this huge hand on the guy next to you. I'm like, you don't need to touch anybody. Really, hands off. A a few weeks ago, we had Daniel Patrick in here. Like, you almost couldn't see his face dart at his hand (laughs) so far across his shoulder. So you just get a bit handsy. A little bit. Yeah. So just. Keep an eye on where your body is. Feedback's a gift, Howie. In the photos. Feedback's a gift. And Howie, uh, the positive for you, your star has risen unbelievably this year. And it's on the back of you being a good guy, and you genuinely are a good guy, and you're a great host. I don't think there's too many better hosts in the country right now than what you do, and that's why you get the big deals like the Shaq deal. Thank you, Nathan. But (laughs) if you could work on something over the – I think you need – to eat a fair bit of humble pie <laughs> oh. over the summer just to bring you back to, to, to level pegging with everybody else, okay? So okay. just work Humility. on a little bit of humble pie over we've, the we've over season. We've tried to tell him that okay. for a couple of years, though, Bernie. Okay, no, that, that's that good. can't be it. Well, you've, only, you've only done four people. Yeah, well, that's right, Chief. It's a top five. Okay. So, I so did, you've got to do I, yourself. I, snorkel told me to hurry up, so I did do have yourself. Snorkel. Who well, do yourself, Nate. A positive for Tunnicliffe. Was documentaries are world class yep, this year? The, the documentaries have been outstanding. Yep. But when, as Damo uh, needs to have self defence class, he probably needs to get on the pads and work on his reflexes because our livelihoods are in his hands when, <laughs> when it comes to something. And things slip out, Chief. Things slip out. And the dump button is is not near where Snorkel's hands are when they need to be. So he needs to work on the pads. Chief, would you like to? Yeah, I think maybe we need to give Nathan no, 360. No. I'll not go the positive. It. I'll go for the positive yeah. for him. I, I think. He looks better than he's ever looked. He looks sharp. He's beautifully in love with his wife. He's done a magnificent job on Sunday. He's a family man. He's about the Lord. The Shakers have been a, a the great Shakers have been in his a life. Positive. He's, he's trying to expand. His cricket commentary was outstanding. I think that there is massive positives for Nathan, and he's only going to get bigger and better. That's the positives. Yep. Mm. That's not for me. I'm not a negative person. So You know what the negative is? What's that, Charles? There actually isn't one. Right. Because he's the happiest man I would know. The happiest family man I could remember for so long, Nate. I, I actually couldn't find something wrong. No. You can't fix your height. I mean, that's <laughs> that's just a matter of fact. That's got nothing to do with you. Or the that's, really that's little genetics. arms. I mean, that's, that's genetic. But, mate, and there the is no carbs. negative, Nate. There's My, no negative. It's just if it's sustainable, though, Chief. You just, well, you just that, 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 that's the thing. You, you, you don't think it's up. sustainable. Well... I've known Nate for a long time, and I think he's in a purple patch as well. I just <laughs> you think he'll revert to type, though? <laughs> just, I, hope, I hope not. Right. But the jury's out. Yeah, no. well, Can it get longevity? The, the biggest names, the biggest games. Shouldn't be allowed to kick the ball, Ruckman. Triple M rocks footy. 
tonight. You're an imbecile of a man. Two contestants face off in radio's most hostile quiz. The depths of your stupidity have yet to be discovered. As we look back at the week and tell you, you'd better be on your game. And yes, this is a direct rip-off of Have You Been Paying Attention? Now, here's your host, Jason Dunstall. If you've missed some of the quiz this year, Chiefs has the beautiful ability to assign buzzer names to us here in the box. This is a bit of what Chiefs come up with in season 2022. We're going to use names as buzzers. Can you just use your buzzer? Give it a try, please. Teresa. And Duke, you'll be using the buzzer pinhead. <laughs> Could you give it a give it a try, please? You're a torture. That, you, you have to say pinhead or you don't get I'll to answer. I'll be going uh, the Duke. I haven't heard your buzzer yet. Chiefs are fat pig. <laughs> Nathan, you'll be going by mini T-Rex. <laughs> so just test your buzzer, please. Mini T-Rex. Damo, you will be nerdlinger. Could you give me your buzzer, please? Nerdlinger. Thank you very much. Just us. You'll be going with pull-through. <laughs> and you will be Botox boy. <laughs> Howie, you can go with arrogant prick. And Warrior, you will be Clark Kent, please. Duke, your buzzer will be Brownie and Howie are flogs. <laughs> what should we give Nathan this week? Little arms last time, wasn't it? Toy Robot, your name this week. Toy, Toy Robot. And Howie, your buzzer will be My Podcast is Overrated. My Podcast <laughs> is Overrated. There you go. And Poindexter? <laughs> Poindexter. Thanking you. And Duke, you'll be running with Essendon are a rabble. <laughs> and Howie, mm. uh, in light of your new uh, deal with the ICC, mm. your buzzer will be, I am now officially richer than the Sultan of Brunei. I'm going to write that down, Chief. Uh, well done, Chief. You're done, Howie? Yes, yeah, All done. good. We've got Adam from Geelong That's joining good. us on the line. How are you doing, Adam? Good, Chief. Yourself? I'm very well, mate. Now, I suspect that uh, you're a Cats fan, or are you like Howie, the one person that lives down there that actually hates the Cats? <laughs> yeah. No, no, big Cats fan. Big Cats fan. Didn't get a ticket to the game tonight? I did, actually. Just got, I've got the kids tonight, so it looks like it's too wet to go anyway. I'd rather sit at home, watch them. Yeah. There you go. Who'd you give your ticket to? Uh, one of the missus' friends. She, um, yeah, she gets them for free, so take them along. Very nice. That's a lovely that, that's gesture. Nice. That's a footy club that have played in too many finals. Yeah, that correct. They, they, yeah. It's got that feel about it. Don't need final. to be there. Picking and choosing their finals depending upon the weather. And you don't Ready want to leave Geelong on a Friday night either because <laughs> someone will knock over your house. Oh, Howie. Knock over your house. Are you, up on, uh, are you up on current affairs, Adam? Uh, yeah, I'll say yes. Reasonably. Okay. You'll be taking on uh, the Duke tonight. Now, Adam, I'll get you to use your name as the buzzer. Just give it a quick burl. Adam. And Duke, tonight you will be zit power because you've got the biggest whitehead on the side of your nose that I've ever seen. (laughs) And if anyone puts pressure on that nostril, it may put my eye out. So give it a run, please. Sit down. There we go. All right. We're away. Uh, Uh, This is question one. Jeez, you're a hard man. You're a hard man. It's been uh, winking at me half the night. What about a heads up earlier, Chief? What about a heads up? Gee whiz. I didn't see that. Here we go. Question one. All right. Let's get back to base. Channel 9 has been savaged for announcing a telly movie based on who? Zit Power. Yes, Duke. Uh, that'd be Shane Warne. Correct. You keep me score, Howie? Yes, well one done. The right Question two. Who has asked to be traded from Melbourne to a West Australian Zit Power. Based... Yes, Duke. Uh, that'd be Luke Jackson. Oh, two zip up. You still with us, Adam? 
Yeah, he's quick on the buzzer, isn't he? He is quick. <laughs> Lay. Yeah. All right. Question three. Have a listen to the audio first. Adam. Yes, Adam. Pete Murray. Yes, and, oh, and who was singing with him? Hugh McLaughlin. Correct. Yeah, well done, Adam. Good oh, guess. He, he, Leroy he, went a bit quick on the buzzer, he, didn't he? He got a little Leroy. look in there, Adam. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, question four. Robbie Williams has pleaded with who to join Zip him power. on stage? Yes, Duke. That would be Kylie Minogue. Oh, he's good, our man. And he's got some mm. strut about him mm. too, hasn't he? He's Three in one. control. 3-1. Three Three one. One. Uh, audio question. Have a listen. $2,000 for two. It's costing us about a grand each to get up there. So for three of you, that's yeah. three grand. Yes, it is, excluding yes, accommodation too. Collingwood fans talking about the price of airfares to get to Sydney. Yeah, I have to give it to you. Mm. Uh, what's the score? 4-1. Okay, you need to get on a roll here, Adam. Stick at it. Come on, Adam. Come on, Adam. Lamar Jackson turned down a five-year, $422 million dollar contract. Was that Adam? Yep. yep. Yes, yep. mate. Baltimore Ravens. That is correct. Nice. Right up. He's back. Who's his NFL? Not sure who turns down a four, five, no. $422 million contract. That's Aussie dollars, of course, but still a hell of a lot of money. How is uh, his offshore account? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which TV series based on soccer Adam. won an Emmy for most outstanding comedy series? Adam. Oh, it's a great show. Adam. Good show, too. Ted Lasso? Yes. 4-3, Chief. 4-3. Adam in front, uh, behind. Dust in front. We've got a game. We've got a game. Name one of the two horse trainers invited to the Queen's funeral in London. Mm. Uh, Is it power? Adam. Adam. Adam was first. Adam? Adam was first. (laughs) He's on the delay. Yep. Water. 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 Winks. One of the Cummings boys. Say again. Water. One of the Cummings boys. Waller. Oh. Trying to give you a series. Duke. I heard I was going to go Peter Moody. Okay, incorrect. Bad luck. Four, three. How many to go, Chief? Two questions to go. Okay. So if Duke gets this, it's all over. It's an audio question. Have a listen. I wouldn't play that sport. Right. <laughs> I'm tough, but I'm not that Adam, tough. Yeah. Only way I would play Adam. the sport if Charles Barkley yes, was on the other team. That's Shaq. That is the Shaq. Yeah. On uh, the Howie Games. A generic podcast, yes. So th- this for right. Four all. Four all with one question to come. <clears throat> Who won the best TV show at the AFL Media Awards chaired by our man Damo? Pow, that best TV show. Yes. In footy? Was Talking the f- footy. Front bar. I couldn't believe we didn't get it Sunday footy show. Front bar? Did best on ground not get it? <laughs> front Adam. bar is correct, Jude. Front bar. Ah, oh, you got oh. your nose in front. <laughs> well done, hey, Adam... Um, Tell what I do. You a fan of Johnny Diesel? Yeah, I don't mind him actually. We have him come down Thursday night. Well, we've got a double pass for you, mate. Come down to Melbourne Public and enjoy a night with Johnny Diesel Thursday night. Oh, thank you very much, boys. Just appreciate depends. it. Depends on the weather, though. Yeah. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Adam, and good luck tonight, mate. Well done, Darcy. Uh, Adam, a couple of random observations for you. First, a little story for you. Uh, you boys will think this is dull, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And then an observation that I'm really interested in your thoughts on, Dave. Keep it quick. I was in St Kilda Coles two weeks ago, and in front of me in walked, we hear a lot of negativity about footballs, in walked Bailey Smith. And it was a Sunday morning. I didn't want to bother him, let him do his thing. He walked in, and one of the employees approached him and gave him a hug, a 55-year-old woman, and wanted to talk to him about football. So I went off and got my cornflakes, a bit of food and my protein powder, chief, so I could still be... As I am, I would have been in the supermarket 10 minutes. Came back 10 minutes later, Bailey Smith was still talking to the employee about football. And I thought to myself, Damo, there is a very impressive young man. Yeah. 
and I haven't had a lot to do with Bailey Smith, but the times I have, I have uh, that same view of him as a uh, as a person when it comes to people approaching him like that. Yes. Could have been. Should tell more of those. Could have been his mum. <laughs> I don't think it was his mum. I don't think it was his mum. I just we, we need to tell more of those stories, yes. Howie, because ninety nine point nine percent of the time, absolutely, we see great behaviour. He's a ripper, Bailey Smith. All about perception. I, I rarely bring my opinion to the table on this show. I was watching the Channel Nine News the other night. I've met Luke Jackson once when he won the Rising Star, and he was quite a shy chap, but engaging. He was friendly. He was good with his time. Max Gorn told me in the pre-interview that he's a bit different character, thinks about things a bit differently. A lot of pressure on him, Damo. He's 20 years old. I understand that not everybody's comfortable in front of a camera. When he left Amy, I think it was Amy Park, he was confronted by five cameras. Now, Chief, I would imagine as a 20-year-old that is pretty overwhelming, but he just announced that he was going to leave Melbourne to the team. He walked straight past all the cameras and didn't say a word. I just wished someone had told Luke, as uncomfortable as this may be, just stop, say, guys, I appreciate you being here. I've had a really tough conversation with my club. I will ever, forever love Melbourne. I want a premiership with them. They will always be dear in my heart. I can't tell you what else is happening, but I appreciate your time and I'd prefer not to answer any questions and go on. That's the grab that goes on the news. And I look at it, not knowing Luke Jackson then, and think, what a wonderful young man. When you don't mm. answer questions like that, as uncomfortable as it may be, Damo, yep. the general public has a perception about you. Well, maybe right that can be a wrong. role for you, how to give back some media training yes. for the next generation. For free. And for free. Because I agree with you. But managers need to be telling young men yeah. this. Because mm. he walked past the cameras. And remember when Kev- Kevin Peterson famously did it and he had the earbuds in and, and he just looked arrogant and he looked rude. When... Luke did it. He was probably just uncomfortable, but I, I don't. He just just stop for I didn't moment. see this um, piece in question, Howie. I, it's I, not a criticism. It's no, no, it's not. And, and you don't, as you say, you don't often have these types of strong views for, for reasons that relate to you know the way you present yourself. But um, what I will say, what I think I know of him, I don't think he's at all confident. Oh, sorry, I've been told he's not at all confident, and that in, could be in, the any, issue. in any form of a camera being in front of him. So. You factor that in, you factor the emotion of losing in straight sets, you, you also factor in the, the disappointment. While he's going back home for family reasons, he's leaving a lot of people he loves in Melbourne too. So I'm, I mean, I know you're not having a, a crack at him. You're no. saying it would have been a better scenario had he done it. I agree with you, but I think there's the reasons why. The perception is so... It's just people make up their well, opinions so there's quickly. There's a bit of training in that too, I reckon. There is. No doubt say, there is. At some point, uh, you know, getting good advice is good. And going back to Bailey Smith who had some dramas, as we know, this year. I thought the way that he handled that and he took total responsibility for the mistake that he made. Immediately, too. And it was genuine, it was heartfelt, and he addressed it, and he was happy to speak about it. I mean, young, uh, shy guy, I think, in lots of ways, Bailey Smith. But you're right, I think that was just an example mm. of um, And Luke, might, he, he might be a tremendously shy character. And the last yeah. thing as a 20-year-old, I would have been terrible if people were pointing cameras my way. But I wish someone had just said to him, mate, just go out there, say thanks. I love the club. I won a premiership. And I wish them all the best of luck. But I don't want to answer any questions. Yeah, and look, then if you want to take what you've just said in, into a different realm when it comes to access to the athlete in Australian sport, particularly our one, AFL, well, you know, there's a long way to go with it too. And maybe it is that as a backdrop, the, the reluctance mm. of the club, of the athletes, and the people around the athlete particularly. But that'll change now that there's 4.5 billion. No, it won't change one it? thing at all. They'll Surely tell us that's it will. No, no, because it'll come with strings attached as all these deals do. And the athlete who gets paid the most of the interviews will happen. And that, that's that's just the world. But I, I do hear what you're saying, Howie, and I, and I agree with what An you said. An observation, yep. not a criticism. Download the Lister app now to stream every game on Triple M Footy. And what about that?
Just download the listener app and select Triple M. McDonald's Room, Hot Water, Triple M Rocks, Woody Das, Jason Dunstall, Damian Barrett, Nathan Brown. There's been so much talk about the changes at Geelong this year and how they've changed the game plan, but Das, I'll tell you what they've changed. What's that? They've got Eddie Betts down there. Now that helps. That is what's turned it around. He joins us on the boundary. Mark Howard here. Ed, good evening to you. How are you going? I'm good, thanks. How are you? How are you? Good. Give us a general feel from the rooms, the boys, how are they feeling in the excitement of a preliminary final, and my must-say, it's wonderful to have you on the wireless. <laughs> thanks, boys. No, the, the boys are ready to go. Uh, just another... Well, it's not another game. They're, they're excited. They're warming up, and they just can't wait to get out and, uh, and start, to be honest. It's, it's a beautiful night for it. The, the rain came, so I think uh, it will stop now. So looking forward to getting out there. Eddie, tell us how proud you are of Tyson Stengel from the wilderness a lifeline to the Cats into an All-Australian. And it's one of the best stories we've had, Eddie, in a long time. Yeah, it is, you know, and he's, he's a wonderful story, Tyson. You know, I told him, you're creating history. You're the first person in AFL history to, to be a delisted free agent and the next year make All-Australian. And, um, you know, his story is unbelievable. And I'm sure you'll get the, I'm sure you'll get the, the tally story one day. But, yeah, he's played some great footy. And, you know, he just needed great people around him, um, great, you know, uh, I guess culture in a sense of, Coming down here to Geelong, they've got wonderful culture, led by Joel Salwood, Tom Hawkins and Patrick Dangerfield, and he really blossomed um, in that. So hopefully he can turn it on tonight. I'm a bit, I'm a bit torn, though, to be honest. I'm not torn. I'm not, hopefully Geelong will win, but, you know, my two boys, Charlie's on the other side and, <laughs> uh, and Tice is here, so hopefully they can both turn it on. Hey, Eddie, we always see you uh, prowling the ground and, and the bench and the huddles. When it's, just explain exactly what your match day role is, please. Uh, uh, the first half of the season, I was on the bench and, and just uh, talking to the players when they come off. What, what are they looking at? Uh, what are they seeing? Um, how can we do things better, um, especially as a forward perspective with leading patterns? And then the second half, I've been up in the in the box, um, and that's just watching the forwards. Uh, they're small forwards and the high half, high half forwards that get up the ground, like Ryan Myers and Brad, Brad Close and that, and their leading patterns and and they way they reset back towards goal and um, Nigel. Nigel takes the whole lot, whole lot of that, but I just I just back him up. Eddie, with your expertise as a small forward, and you look at the other side tonight, Charlie Cameron, as you mentioned, Lincoln McCarthy, and also Zach Bailey. Do you have a say with your defenders of how you didn't like to be played on when you were playing? Yeah, it is, and I, I, I speak I spoke to those boys as well, um, and you know, just more so about you know the aggression. As a small forward, I didn't like all that aggression and. You know, people stopping you from running because then you got to think, oh, I've got to try to get around him. And so they just got to keep putting pressure on him and um, hopefully we can get the job done. But, you know, we can't give Charlie space. If, if he gets up the ground, you've got to stop his run from getting back because he will lead you back towards goal with that speed. We are speaking to Eddie Betts on the Friday Huddle. Read his book, The Boy from Boomerang Crescent. Das, I read a lot of sports books in my caper. The best sports book I've read for 10 years, The Boy from Boomerang Crescent. Read it, Damo. You've got a big story potentially developed. It was on the table of every uh, table today at this function. Today. Brilliant. That, that, that book, uh, Eddie. Um, Eddie, can you explain to us what's going on with the team at the moment? There's a confusion around if it's been changed or unchanged. Is Stanley playing? Unchanged, boys. Uh, it's an unchanged side at the moment. So, uh, yeah, Stanley will be playing. So, so Menegol is not in at this stage? Uh, no, not in at this okay. stage. Okay, yep. Eddie Betts bringing you the new news as it breaks. Jason Dussel. Uh, Eddie, when we look at the preliminary final sides at the moment, you've got Tyson Stengel at the Cats, you've got um, Charlie Cameron at Brisbane, Tom Papley at Sydney, and an emerging uh, Jack Ginevan at Collingwood. Who's the best of those four? <laughs> 
Uh, they're all, they're all. Get off the fence, Ed. Who's the best of them? They're all all wonderful players. I'll say Charlie at this point because the way that he plays. But Tyson's coming up there and the other two are unbelievable as well. And Jack Ginevan, he's... You come to footy to watch him play too, and you know he he gets the crowd into it. He gets especially those Collingwood supporters; yep. they they get right behind him. So, I think I went and bat for the small forwards a few week on a few weeks ago on AFL 360, and Robbo was saying that they weren't any good. So, I got stuck into Robbo about that. Good. Eddie, Paddy Dangerfield, I feel like this is his night. I mean, he's had a couple of freshen up. He's had his injury concerns this year, but he just looks cherry ripe to really dominate tonight. Yeah, he is. And, you know, he's one of those players that can just turn on a big game. And this, this night is set for him. Um, and I really hope he does play well. And, you know, we've got a lot of depth in that midfield. So he doesn't really need to play a lot of, lot of game time, him and Joel, because we've got Tom Atkins in there and, Ma- and Max Close um, and Holmesy and all that in there as well. So hopefully, or not hopefully, I think that he will turn it on tonight. Once again, Eddie Betts, the boy from Boomerang Crescent. Read the book. Eddie, appreciate your time. Good luck to you on the catch, and we'll see you tomorrow night on Best on Ground. We will. Harry, we'll have a good time tomorrow night. Triple M rocks footy. Oh, that was tasty. Grant Birchall, not too far away. What, what on earth happened with this late change day, mate? Well, we were hearing a lot other people were, were saying, Howie, and that was that there may have been a, a late change. We put it to Eddie, uh, Eddie Betts. Is Stanley in or out? And he said he's playing, and he's playing. Something off the back of a, a fake Twitter account? It appears that way. From the... so someone's got a fake Geelong, looks like the Geelong official account, yeah. and went with a late change. That's what and... our social media So you got a, sucked a... in and went for a question with Eddie Betts? No, I no, he didn't get sucked in. No, hang on, don't, let's go to yeah, this We asked Eddie Betts, is Stanley in? Other people have apparently gone with it. Jeez, <laughs> he got defensive. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it does. I had people in my ears saying, go with it. Stanley's out. So I did ask Eddie Betts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Who was in your ear telling you to go with it? Someone. Not the big nose producer. Snorkeled one. Been Jace, so it's obviously snorkel. And, and Nate was just bowling a little half volley outside <laughs> off, and he's taken it like, had... a, like a nasty bouncer. Howie, Jesus, like we we handled it properly as a media organisation. We asked yeah. the question of Eddie Betts. But you're saying others went with it? Well, that's what uh, someone's now telling us. In the I, I thought it was half volley, Duke, but it was like asking uh, take your armband off. <laughs> So, uh, got angry. I think we just need to calm things down. We're a tight team here. Prelim uh, final tension, this is. Yeah, uh, Howie. Is. And <laughs> this man uh, walks edge. up the race with four medallions around his neck because he knows all about September. He's now heavily involved in the Brisbane Football Club. His name is Grant Birchall. Birchmark Howdy. Good evening to you. How are you going? Good evening, boys. Yeah, good, thanks. Um, extraordinary night. You've done this so many times in the brown and gold. You've been involved at Brisbane as well. What's the key, not game plan style, but what's the key to getting it done in a preliminary final? I think it comes down to the contest, winning the contest, winning your moments and making the most of the opportunities. I think if you do that, you give yourself a really good chance. So, um, yeah, the boys should go in tonight really confident, um, particularly over the last couple of weeks. They've, they've won their moments and won the contest, so uh, should put them in good stead. Now, Beaver, you look like you've maintained reasonable condition. What does the GPS tell us when you've had a day running? <laughs> no, I don't whack the GPS on anymore. I'm too scared to. Oh, come um, on, mate. But, uh, yeah, I don't, think pretty, I don't think pink suits me too, too well. <laughs> hey, Birch, was there any discussion, um, and I imagine there would have been, about the lineup this week because you had the two boys come back, but in the first two finals, or particularly last week when you went a little bit smaller, you looked very, very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, Big O and, and Joey, obviously now best 22, our best 18, so we, we had to pick them. Um, and uh, we play better footy when, we, when they're in the side. So, um, yeah, looking forward. They're fresh. They're ready to go. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll probably mix up our fo- mix up our forward line mix throughout the night. 
Hey, Birch, there's probably a sense in the footy community that Geelong are red-hot favourites, and you're aware of that. It's going to take an enormous upset to beat them tonight. What, what do you need to do in your mind to cause that upset? Like I said earlier, it's just a contest. The contest, every contest matters in finals. Um, and if we can break even or even win that part of the game, that'll hold us in really good stead because I think our strength as a, as a group and as a team is our forward line and our firepower. So if we can get in there enough, um, it should give us a really good opportunity. Grant, you've played some and you've been part of some and you've seen some great teammates play great halves of football in a final. Where would Jared Berry's second half last week uh, rank in your eyes? Yeah, it was enormous. He played an enormous role for us uh, last week. Very important. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was awesome. And not only Barry, it was, it was all the other guys jumped on, on board and, and really helped um, him along the way. So um, it takes a team effort. Now, B, we all love Fags. He's a ripper bloke. He's done a great job since moving up to coach the Lions. Take us through his roller coaster of emotions. How does he handle things? And do, do you ever have a word to him? Oh, occasionally I have to tell him to settle down. But, um, no, he's been a beauty, Fags. He's, uh, he's done an amazing job ever since he took over as coach here at the Lions. And, um, yeah, he's just one of those guys you just want to play footy for. And yeah. um, he's so positive. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's a beauty. So hopefully the boys can put in a good one for him tonight. Birch, always known as a man that enjoyed yourself when you're playing your football. You've got a nine-month-old now. Has life changed very much for you socially? It's changed a lot. Has yes, it? <laughs> yes. No, uh, no, no socialising as much as what I used to. Um, but, uh, no, it's been awesome. It's, um, it's certainly uh, it's been good fun. And, um, yeah, Britain and the bub are doing really well. What, what type of bub? Say that again, sorry. A boy, girl, what have you got uh, there? A little boy, a little nine-month-old. Yeah, Billy, Billy Virtual. Billy Virtual. Billy Billy Virtual. Virtual. So, there's a great name. There's a name for you. There's yep. a father-son. Yes. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy days. Oh, Happy to, be a good name to call Billy Virtual, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would be. That is would be. Yes. Hopefully we're not still doing it there. Now, because our man brings sizzled, uh, he's actually going to bring us a little content package here, our man Grant Virtual. Birch. He's got yeah. a little stinger produced by our man Matty, who's dominated on the Friday Huddle all year. Have a listen to this. He played in the AFL for 15 years. Handballs to Virgil. Oh. Virgil gets long. The ball goes from Virgil. He's taken on and beaten the very best. I reckon Virgil grabbed him on the turtle. Hodge standing on the mark. There it is. Yeah, he did. <laughs> now it's time to rank them. This is Grant Virgil's top five. Top five Turtles players he has seen in action. Oh, wow. I don't know about the pinching on the doodle bit there, but anyway. <laughs> Starting at five, working down to number one, and uh, there's going to be some disappointed people that get left out of this. Yeah. All right, Birch, what do you got? <laughs> number five. Number five is what? Best finals player? Is that what I'm talking about? That's right. Five down to one. Your five best finals to operators. Oh, well, you got to go with Hodgie, don't you? His record speaks for itself. Are you going with five? Five. At five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the best finals player. I've so he's now. traditionally won. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, I got around yeah, the other it's way. It's yeah, we, we were going backwards. It's a countdown. We're going backwards. Yeah, okay. I'm going to chop this one. Spoiler oh, alert on who's the line. best finals. So, <laughs> starting I've, I've at five. This, Work your way down, Birch. It's all right. Nathan does this every week and gets it wrong. We'll start again. We'll leave that bit out. I think it's how he's felt. number five. I'm going to put in Jack Gunston. Jack Gunston. I'm going to put in Jack Gunston. feeling like it's going to be a Hawthorne's. Is it Hawthorne's finals player? No, no. He's played with Brisbane as well. Okay, Gunston. Gunston, very good at five. 
Um, there's, I'll give a bit of Brisbane flavour. I think Lockie Neal's oh, last couple Neil. of finals, you have to slot him in. Yeah, so Gunston and Neal, we're talking Birch's top five players. Oh. Big mystery who number one's going to be. I'm waiting for Cyril. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm waiting for Cyril too. This Cyril, is why I want. Cyril slots in at three. Ooh. He uh, obviously won the Norm Smith in 15, and I reckon that... 10 possession game he had in 08 and that flag goes down. As Hasn't named Franklin, Roughhead or Mitchell yet and there's only two spots left. Or, or yeah, himself no, yet, no, no, no. They're overrated, those blokes. Right. They're overrated. <laughs> um, Number two? Sean Burgoyne. Burgoyne. Yes, he uh, he single-handedly got us over the line on a couple of occasions. So yeah, in a prelim against Geelong. He did. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say Shawnee Burgoyne. Gunston, and Neil, Cyril Burgoyne. And your number one? Oji. Oji. Yeah, well, he, uh, his record speeds for itself, doesn't it? It, um, it does. You just uh, grow a leg when you uh, play with Luke Hodge. Hey, Birch, hopefully we get to see you on Grand Final Day. Thanks for your time and for butchering your top five. You did beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Might I just add, I think Chief's dating game is very strong too Oi! from all reports. So, what are you uh, hearing, Birch? We've got time. We've got time. We've got time. Birch. I'm, I'm, just <laughs> hearing some, I'm just hearing some little rumours. Beaver. What type of rumours? <laughs> right about now, Beaver, it's a really good time for you to just say night-night okay, and no, go no. and uh, attend to business. Who set that up? Nice bit of content. Which of you flogs set that up? Tell you, Snore. Good job, lads. Well done. He enjoyed his own work there too, didn't he? Chief's not happy. Chief's not happy. Did you that top five with him? That is you. No, I didn't workshop the top five, but I'd like to give him the other thing about Chief. No, I didn't. He's got the big nose producer in his sights at the moment. I'd be a very nervous big nose producer if I was He's angry, Chief. He's genuinely dirty. The nostrils are flared. The skull on it. We may not hear from him again, like Bernie. Uh, You'll be doing specials. By yourself I, I, I love you. Jeez, he's getting some messages on the mobile too. <laughs> just quietly. That's completely fabricated. <laughs> I haven't touched it. You are being. Uh, 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 this is just a mischievous lying effort from you, Chief. You've spent the year saying oh, I've got three different families. I think. No, oh, you've only got two. I think <laughs> one with each phone. To say <laughs> at this point, we I need to break what, a, br- a break. Well, we got time to expand here, Tanner. No, no, I'm just happy there's no fried rice in the box because I promise you, <laughs> someone would wear. Angry. Angry. I knew that was angry, Chief. In, in his defence, Howie, he has only said you've got two. He didn't get as angry as Damon. I don't trade. Damon got angry that segment too. <laughs> now you can stream every AFL match live with Triple M footy. That's as good as you get. Just download the listener app and select Triple M. The Friday Huddle's Cult Hero of the Week hailed from Witcherproof, Victoria, with a population of just 600 people. He went on to play 208 matches across an 11-season career, most notably performing well in the 2001 and 2002 back-to-back premiership seasons for the Lions. Go short, look at this one he has. Open goal coming up and nodding. This could be final. Please welcome Tim Possum Nodding. Oh, welcome to the Friday Huddle. This man, uh, John O'Brien's told me a lot of stories about this man, some that we can probably get to tonight, <laughs> others we can't, but it's a great <laughs> treat to welcome him to the Friday Huddle. Mark, how are you, Tim? Good evening. How are you going? Good, thanks, boys. How are you? Hey, great to speak to you. We heard straight away in the intro, Possum. Where's the nickname Possum come from? Oh, it comes from a um, pre-season camp uh, when John Norley was our coach, my first one, and we, uh, we trained pretty hard, but then we got a night out on the Gold Coast and... Uh, I had a few too many, got stitched up by a few of the older boys and fell asleep under a tree. 
<laughs> um, so they just sort of sort of went with it. It's the, the name possum. I like this. I like this. Hey, yeah, Tim, what's life been like after footy? Tell us what you're up to these days. Uh, yeah, pretty good. I've um, uh, married with three kids and uh, running uh, my building business in Brisbane, doing renovations and extensions. Are you still connected to the game, still involved? Do you take a great interest in it? Yeah, I do. I um, I still get down to the Gabba a fair bit and uh, and watch all the boys play. And uh, my boys are just starting to play themselves now, so uh, they're getting involved. And one of them's keen to stay up and watch the game tonight, so he's allowed. Very good. Possum, I remember staying at your house many, many years ago oh, with uh, right. Nick Carter and Shane O'Bree used to have a household there. What was it like in the early days up in the Brisbane Lions for a boy from Ballarat? <laughs> G'day, Brownie. Yeah, mate, it was pretty... Um, it was pretty interesting because we got all the Fitzroy boys up and um, I got drafted along with those through Matty Primus and there was a little bit of infighting but there was a lot of partying at the same time. So <laughs> um, behind the scenes we were friends and um, the other way we were sort of, there was a bit of fighting going on and it took a while to get rid of rid of all that and uh, we had a, a, fair, a fair old time learning from some of those Fitzroy boys. What was the infighting all about? Oh, I think it was just a bit of... Um, the old Bears guys, you know, having eight guys come straight into their team and, you know, they didn't know where they sort of stood and, you know, the, the coaching staff then was sort of, you know, a bit all over the shop. So until Lee came in, it was still Fitzroy and Brisbane fighting out for a couple of spots in the te- senior team. So, Tim, can you remind us off the top of your head who, who the eight were? Because you sort of forget history. Chris Johnson was obviously one of them. Matty Primus went to Nick Carter. Nick Carter. No, no, Matty yeah, Primus. Brad Boyd yeah, Brad Boyd. Brad Boyd went. Yep, he did. Um, John Barker. Scotty uh, Bamford. Scotty Bamford. Scott Clayton. <laughs> Jared Malloy. Uh, Matty Primus didn't come up. He didn't want to. He he's the reason I got drafted. So he went to Port Adelaide. Correct. And we got yep. we got pick three, which was Rory Hilton and me. I was pick 20, 20 odd, twenty six, I think. And Simon Hawking was a, another one, Tim, and, and, and Shane Clayton, your reference there to, to Clayton. Yeah, Simon Hawking, the king of chin-ups. He had massive, massive guns, Hawk. Yeah. Uh, John O'Brown says that uh, he ruined with you most times you went away, Tim, and he said by far and away every footy trip you were the best on ground. What, what did you bring to the footy trips? <laughs> Mate, I just I, – I, I played – Majority of my footy four footy trips. So, <laughs> um, I first day of preseason, I get there and everyone would be uh, hurling their hurling their guts up and having a, uh, a horrible training session. And at the end of the session, they're like, oh, "I'm never drinking again." I'm like, "So where are we going on the footy trip?" <laughs> um, but no, nah, just uh, just a good time, and you know, you got to go hard or, or go home sort of thing. And I just, you know, that's how I sort of played my footy and 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 live for footy trips. You mentioned the merger there and the uh, initial teething issues with it, and you had that season in '98 when John Northey was was removed and uh, Roger Merritt was involved, and then Lee came, and then the success didn't immediately come, but you could see that it was being built. Just as you felt the club transformed, Tim, could you could you feel something special emerging even in those early days? Well, before before I came up, they were pretty. I think when. Um Robert Walls was coaching. They were starting to come good then, and they had a lot of good draft picks. And that was, you know, Justin Lepich, Nigel Lappins, uh, all those sort of guys had been drafted high draft picks. And um, but when we got there, it was 
I didn't know what to expect. I come up there and, and a lot of my mates back home go, oh, you're going into a premiership. And I'm like, yeah, we might be, but I'm not going to be playing because have a look at all these players that are coming up. But there was just a lot of, oh, it was different. The, the guys that come up out of Melbourne, there was, a, you know, the cultural things from Melbourne as opposed to living in Brisbane and where do you sit in the team and all that sort of infighting was coming. But the, the, pl- the skill level was all there. It was just a matter of how could we weed out a few of the players that, you know, or a few of the staff and players that weren't sort of, you know, the, and going to that next level in terms of the professionalism and, and all that sort of stuff. And once Lee came in, he brought new doctors, new coaches, new physios, every, the, a full clean out. And it was, this is how it's going to be and come with me or you're out the door. You spoke about skill there. One of the best kicks in the game on either foot was Jason Agamanis. How did you find him as a teammate? Yeah, he was all right. He was... Um... You'd like to be playing forward to him if you know if you're he was outside fifty, inside fifty, you'd just have a go himself. But <laughs> he was um, he's a different character. He was um, he was very sure of himself, that's for sure. <laughs> now, is it true after the three peat that uh, Lee was in the lift with Justin Lepich, and Justin Lepich said to him that uh, we've made you the greatest coach. Uh, where would you be without us? And he said that I'd be just the best player of all time. <laughs> that is a fact. Absolutely. Leper was pretty uh, on good terms with himself as well back then and um, probably still is now, actually. Um, but, but no, Lee, Lee would always uh, come out on top with Leper, that's for sure, with all those uh, snide remarks. We're speaking to Tim Nodding on the Friday Huddle. Tim, rarely we introduce someone that's got two premiership medals and say that they're only the second best athlete in their family. Uh, you've been married for a long time to one of the real golden girls yeah. in Australian sport, Jody Henry, three gold medals in Athens, I reckon a couple in the relay and a couple of individual. How's Jody going in life? Yeah, she's going well. She's going well. She's um, she's back involved with uh, swimming Australia, doing some um, well-being and engagement sort of stuff. Like, um, yeah, the player welfare sort of stuff that we do at the footy. She's doing a lot of that with um, swimming Australia, and well, they're miles behind where where AFL are in terms of funding and stuff. But hmm. they're trying, and and she's involved in that. But no, she's enjoying herself now. She she was a little bit lost after swimming, but now she's um, found something that she's very interested in. She's trying to start up the um, life after swimming, I suppose, because they haven't got the funding and stuff that the AFL no. boys get. Great you, year. You're seeing some of that athletic prowess uh, come through your young ones, uh, Timmy? Yeah, there's a little bit there, yeah. I've got a couple of them. Well, the, the boys are both psychopaths, so... <laughs> um, they're pretty, they're, they're, and, my, and my daughter's a bit more musical, a bit more quiet. But um, no, nah, the boys are fairly into their footy, and my daughter's getting right into netball. So uh, yeah, they're going all right. Can you mount a case of the Lions tonight, Tim? Uh, what's the weather? Is it? We got a bit of it's rain. It's been there, wet. Apparently? It's been wet. It's uh, not raining at the moment. It's been a fair bit of rain around, though. I'd prefer it to be dry, to be honest. So my biggest concern is the big tomahawk out front. I'm just not sure who we can who can mark up on him, to be honest. But the wet sort of helps us down back with uh, Tommy Stewart. I hope, hopefully it's really slippery for him and he doesn't take too many innocent marks. But, you know, if it's a wet game, we can get out of the middle where we should be in with the chance, I suppose. But um, it's going to be tough. When you look at the defenders of today, you just mentioned Tom Stewart there. Who, who jumps out at you as, as someone you admire? Oh, I, I love watching Tommy Stewart play. I like watching McGovern when he's up and going and fit. Um I still don't. Oh, I'd love to see Harris Andrews just catch it. 
a lot more. Um, he, but he's a he's a very good spoiler. But yeah, the guys that can mark the ball and for the quick transition, I think that's where footy can be won pretty convincingly now. But yeah, those those intercept marking players, but they can also defend. If you had to rank your top three players at Brisbane throughout your time there, who would they be? Oh, jeez. Um, Vos, Brown, Black. Lappin oh. equal fourth. <laughs> Some handy players, aren't yeah, they? that's good. Hey, Tim, great to speak with you. Great to hear so, things are going so well. If people are listening up in Brisbane and they need to get you to do some building, what do they do? No, nah, I'm too busy. We're too busy <laughs> up here at the moment. <laughs> too much work. Well, how good is that? That's the second time I've heard someone today, right. so just count me out. I've got too much. Right. Don't, don't want to give my business a plug. Well done, Tim. Good on you, Tim. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on the Friday Huddle. Too busy. Too easy, boys. Have a good call. Shut up. The foot is on Triple M. Triple M rocks footy.